Hello there, everyone, and welcome back to the Mindful Manager Podcast. My name is Art Burns. I'm your host, and I'm here to talk about mindfulness practices and the wonderful benefits that we can get from these practices. I know I'm redundant because I say that every single day. I should just record that, I suppose, uh, but it's true. I'm, I'm really excited to be here to talk to you about these practices and the really amazing benefits that we can get out of them. Uh, and so today, you know, and again, just like I talk about every day, I want to be very clear on the fact that, you know, mindfulness is a practice, and the reason why we call it a practice is that just like anything else that you've ever practiced in your life in order to gain a skill and to develop a skill you know mindfulness is no different okay it, it really is something that should be practiced on a daily basis uh, so that you can develop these skills of, of emotional intelligence uh, the abil- ability to be present the ability to you know reduce your stress calm your anxiety you know lift yourself up from depression uh, just all kinds of <laughs> really wonderful benefits now of course if I was to focus on every single one of these benefits, it would be a pretty uh, aimless kind of uh, podcast here. So, so here, what we talk about mostly is um, is the uh, stress reduction and the emotional intelligence, which are so closely tied to one another. You know, the emotions are so involved with what you know the stress response in our body, and so um, and so that's what I focus on. But if you ever want to know about any of the other issues, you know, a lot of times I give a, I give a weekly uh, webinar uh, on stress reduction, and a lot of times people ask me questions there about, you know, will the mindfulness practices help with my depression? Will they help with the, you know, help me organize my thoughts, help me, um, you know, overcome fears? And and the answer is always yes, 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 they will. They, they really do address just about anything that you can, you know, anything that is emotionally or, or sort of, um, you know, um, uh, you know, psychologically, like just anything having to do with your thoughts or emotions, um, you know, mindfulness can, can improve and, and can really address a lot of problems. And, and so if you're ever need to, you know, if you ever want to ask me questions about any of the other issues outside of stress reduction and emotional intelligence, I am totally an open book for you, okay? You can totally email me uh, at art at artburnscoaching.com or, or set up a, a little 15-minute, no obligation, free, free, free <laughs> phone call uh, with me uh, via my website, artburnscoaching.com, all right? These are, these are services that I offer to you all as loyal listeners and just also because this is a labor of love for me. You know, I've talked about a lot here uh, in this podcast and I talk about it a lot in my life, but, um, you know, anytime anybody asks me, how did you get into this work? You know, it's, it's a very, very simple answer. Um, you know, 10 years ago, you wouldn't have recognized me. You know, I was on, on the verge of, of really bad, bad health problems and they were all as a result of, of a lot of stress that I was living with and, and also emotional uh, illiteracy and emotional you know, disc, you know, uncompetency, right, or lack of emotional competency, and um, and so mindfulness practices are what enable me to heal myself and to and to come back from these things and to get myself into a very healthy place. You know, now I, you know, I went from someone who was extremely unhealthy to someone who now, you know, people say you're fifty. Oh my gosh, you don't look fifty. That's great. You know. Um, you know, I tell them that I lost a hundred pounds a few years ago and they're like, what? Like, I can't even picture that. And, um, and it's true, you know, it's, it really, it, it enabled me to like reinvent myself, uh, from a health standpoint and also from an emotional standpoint and a, and a sort of psychological standpoint. And, and as a result of this, I am living a happier life with much more intention, much more follow through on things, much more, uh, connection to people around me. Uh, you know, I'm a better father for it. I'm a better husband for it. And I'm, I'm 
I'm better in so many ways. And so, um, you know, I'm not perfect, but I'm better, you know, and, and I'm getting better all the time. And that's kind of the part of this is that it's a lifelong journey, you know, and that's why, again, it's a practice that you kind of never stop doing, you know, but it goes from being like sort of a chore in the beginning to being something like, oh, I, I get to meditate now. I'm so excited, you know. Uh, in fact, I was just thinking about that before is that, you know, one of the real perks of my job now, you know, every meeting that I have with clients, you know, we do a, a le- at least like a, a eight to 10 minute meditation, if not much longer uh, than that. And so, so in my work, I get to meditate all the time and it's like getting paid to meditate. And I'm so, so lucky and grateful for that. Um, but anyway, so, so the reason why I offer these, uh, these assistants and, and the reason why I do really say, really get in touch with me if you have any questions is because, you know, I feel so obligated to bring this wonderful practice to as many people as I can, because I know <clears throat> what it feels like to be in the throes of stress and emotional uh, illiteracy and anxiety and pressure and and even depression and all kinds of stuff. Excuse me one second, folks. I've got the lingering effects of a cold that my uh, my son brought home from school a couple of weeks ago. It's been really knocking everybody out in my family, but uh, I'm totally over the illness uh, that I had last week, but there's still some congestion. So I apologize for my scratchy throat and, and you know, <laughs> it's not very attractive. Anyway, um, so, so today I wanted to take uh, a little bit further uh, what we were talking about yesterday. And yesterday I delivered a really, uh, probably one of my favorite episodes, to be honest with you. I mean, I really enjoyed recording that one and I really enjoyed enjoyed. Um, I really hope that everybody got some value out of it. And it's really an important episode for me. Um, and the reason for all this, the reason why it's so important and the reason why uh, it felt so good to deliver it is that, um, you know, it's, it was all about just how to meditate on a very, very basic level. Excuse me again. <clears throat> Um, there's so many, uh, sort of apps out there now. There's so many different, um, you know, books and, and tapes and like I said, apps and websites and YouTube videos. And there's so many sources of, of, um, of places to find meditation, you know? And, uh, and a lot of times when I talk to people, you know, they say, yeah, I meditate all the time. And, and what they mean is that they go on an app and they listen to a guided meditation or they, you know, they, they, you know, watch a YouTube video or listen to a YouTube video and they, and they do meditation that way. And that is wonderful. It's really, really beneficial, you know, but it's, it's like barely scratching the surface of, of what truly can happen in meditation. You know, um, you know, you know, meditation is not about just simply getting to a calm place. It's not about quieting the mind. It's not about, you know, slowing down the thoughts. It's not about any of that. It's about, you know, building a skill in which you will develop a sense of emotional or the skill of emotional resilience so that you can live your life in a really, really uh, elevated way, right? So the problem is that when a lot of people, you know, when, if all you're doing is going on an app and listening to a guided meditation, while that is very beautiful and very wonderful, you know, you might not be getting the deep effects of, of what just, you know, the, the skill building <coughs> effects, pardon me, <clears throat> I'm so sorry for this folks, <clears throat> But you might be missing out on some of the skill building effects of this practice so that you, you know, so that you can, you can take this into your life. You know, um, a lot of times people say, okay, when I get too anxious, I listen to a meditation and it calms me down. Again, that is wonderful. And I'm really happy that people have access to that. And the fact that there's so much access out there now for, for even a lot of free access is really, really helpful, you know, really, really wonderful. Um, but, um, uh, the uh but the but the bottom line is that 
you know, it's not about just kind of calming yourself down when you're feeling um, anxious or when you're feeling overwhelmed by something. You know, much more, much more over, um, meditation can be so much deeper. It can help you to, you know, to understand yourself on a really deep level. And it can help you also to, you know, to build connections to people and to, to build connections between you and, and the rest of the world, you know, or the universe, as, as they say in the, the woo-woo circle. You know, um, and, and you know, I'm not making fun of the woo woo circles. I, I definitely believe a lot of that that we talk about. You know, um, the universe is is where we live. You know, and and there is a connectivity, and it's not just on a spiritual woo woo sense. It's also on a very energetic sense. You know, the quantum. Uh, science that that is going beyond theory now, um, you know, says that that we are connected to people even on the other side of the globe. You know that there is a an energetic connection that you have, no matter how far away from them you are. You know, and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today in in the practice that I talked about yesterday. You know, um, and one of the things that I do in every single guided meditation that I bring people through. Um, and what I instruct people to do all the time as they're, you know, learning meditation, you know, it's sort of like the, the second or third step that I usually uh, get people into um, is, is to, you know, to, to focus on that sense of connection, you know, and this relates back to stress reduction in a really, really powerful way, okay, um, when we feel isolated, right, that is when we are more likely to feel the stress response or to have the stress response happening in our in our, uh, our bodies, right? Um, even going back to, to the earliest humans, you know, who we when we banded together, you know, in tribes, you know, the reason why we banded together in tribes is because it's much safer to, to feel that you are connected to someone who, you know, can help protect you, who can help feed you, who can help, you know, uh, reproduce with you, you know, it's, it's, and that's why, you know, we, we partner up to this day with spouses and, and, and lifelong friends. You know, we, we, we try to connect to people because it's a, an intrinsic value of, of our human nature to, to be connected to people. And, and in that connection, we find safety, Right. And in fact, I'm sure you remember me talking about this at some point that, um, you know, the, the, one of the reasons why we get into stress is because, you know, when our mind is sort of idle and we're, you know, we're not, uh, you know, in a task oriented activity, there's this uh, circuitry in our brain that lights up called the default mode network. Okay. And when the default mode network is, is active, right, we, we tend to start to, you know, feel a sense of isolation, to feel a sense of, of, um, you know, a false sense of separate self, right? That's how they, they talk about it clinically. And, uh, and in this place is when we start to reflect on the things that are sort of wrong with our lives. And, and as we do that, that's when we start to feel fear. And when we feel fear is when we trigger the stress response, right? That's when the, the different glands in our body start producing, you know, cortisol and adrenaline and norepinephrine and these really powerful hormones that, that send our body into a, into a state of, of hyperarousal, which is just, um, again, as as I say all the time that when we're when these hormones are secreted into our bodies and are and are we enter into the state of hyperarousal which is essentially saying the state of stress, right? Or, or otherwise known as the fight or flight state of our body. You know, when we're in that state, we're optimized to survive. Right. We're optimized to to, you know, to 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 survive a, a threat of some sort, right? And so when you're optimized to survive, Right. There is no possible way for your brain and your mind and your body to also be optimized to thrive. 
So literally, you cannot feel happiness. You cannot feel love. You cannot feel compassion or empathy or, you know, like, and, and it's, of course, it's on a spectrum, right? The more stress, you know, the more hyper arousal you feel in your life, the, the less you are able to feel the things of, you know, the positive benefits of being a human being, right? Like, you know, like I say, love, happiness, uh, you know, empathy, uh, compassion, you know, these things are not available to you, right? And so, and so as we, you know, at, the more isolated we feel, the more often we get into that stress response, right? <clears throat> and so, and so that's why it's a really important part of every meditation to to really kind of uh, focus on uh, a sense of connection to others. Now, there's different ways to do that, right? There's there's meditations that just do that, right? Which I often I often recommend here, right? <clears throat> Simply. The idea of simply repeating to yourself over and over and over again, you know, picturing somebody who's in your life, you know, um, the, the loving kindness meditation is what I'm referring to right now. So you picture in order uh, someone who is very positive to you, someone you love very much, uh, someone who's neutral to you and someone who you don't really get along with very well. You know, you picture each of them in turn and you and you wish well for them. You, you send, you know, you repeat phrases to their imaginary image in your mind about wanting them to to be well, to be free from suffering, to be free from fear and anxiety, um, insecurity, and, and to be forgiven and to feel loved and to be happy. You know, you just send these thoughts to them. This helps you to build a connection to that person, right? And, and again, you do it even to the people who you don't like and you don't get along with because those are maybe the most important people to build a connection to because those are the ones that, you know, when we interact with those people, that's going to make us feel that sense of separate self. And, and when we feel that, again, we enter into the stress response, which is not really good for our bodies uh, unless it's necessary, which 99% of the time it's not necessary, right? And so it's only holding you back from your own happiness and your own fulfillment in your life. You know, it's holding you back from thriving in your life because you're too focused on surviving. And so, and so every, you know, meditation, whether you do the loving kindness meditation, which is essentially just that, right? Just repeating those phrases over and over and over again. So that meditation is specifically designed to build that connection and that compassionate connection to, to everybody in the world, right? Uh, you know, first you start with your world, then you can even take it to people like, you know, on the news, you know, people who, you know, they, there's a, a great exercise, an informal exercise that I'm going to go through tomorrow with you um, that, that says to, you know, like when you're folding your laundry or, or taking your shirt out in the morning, you know, think about the person in, you know, look at the label. Where was this shirt made? It's the Philippines. Is it Vietnam? Is it Bangladesh? Is it Sri Lanka? Where is it? And and think about the people who were making that that uh, shirt for you, or the pants, or the underwear, whatever it is, and and send out some vibes to that person. Like thank them for what they did for you, right? Thank them for this garment that you have, and 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 consider that you know you know wish for them to have happy circumstances in their lives. Wish for them to be um you know to be you know uh, uh you know fulfilled in whatever way, right? And and when you do that again, you're building a connection, right? So so you know so there's these kind of intentional ways to to cultivate this connection, but you can also do it uh, in every single meditation. You know, I always tell everybody that, that in every single meditation you do, you should include some component of connectivity, right? So, so at the end or in the beginning or both actually is, is, is perfect. You know, you, you set the intention in the beginning to, to cultivate this sense of, of calm presence and awareness and, and this non-judging awareness so that you can, uh, you know, influence 
influence people in a positive way, right? So that, that's building a sense of connection, right, to other people. <clears throat> and then in the end, you, you express that in a form of gratitude, right? Because now you've done the practice and now you've, you've, you've done this thing that's, that's, you know, kind of optimizing you for the, you know, in this ability to, to, um, to, to have this connection, this benefit on, on people. So you, you, you know, you sense gratitude for, for the work you've done and, and then altruism for how it's going to affect everyone who you meet, right? And then not only the people you meet, and this is an important part, what I, I tell people is, is just, you know, First, focus on how it's going to positively affect the people whom you meet every day, right, that you interact with, right? But also, and this is very, very important, think about how the interaction that you have with these people is going to influence the interactions that they have with the other people in their lives who you will never meet, that you have no no connection to, right? A supposed connection, right? But you do. And that's the thing, like, while you think about that connection between these two people and the, and this entire web that can be going out from those two people, right? Like the interactions you have on first level with people, then the interactions they have, and then the interactions that they have with them, you know, it just, it keeps going in a, in a viral sort of, uh, uh, you know, concept, right? And, and so when you can do that, you start to sense a connection to everybody in the entire world, right? And, and that's the reality, folks. Again, there is lots of science behind the fact that, you know, the energies that we're, you know, the same energy that allows my, my iPhone right now to broadcast this uh, this recording to, to all of you that are listening to this, you know, that energy also carries, you know, the connectivity between the, the people of the earth, right? And this is not just a woo-woo concept, you know, this is actually scientific, you know. Uh, I learned this from a doctor, like Dr. Dan Siegel talks about this in his book, Aware, which is a book I highly recommend to read at least a couple of times. In fact, I'm, I'm due to read it again very soon. <clears throat> I just have such a long uh, list of books that I'm reading, but, um, but that's a good one uh, because, again, there's a scientific basis for what I'm saying. And, and, and to me, anytime I can find a scientific basis to something, you know, it's, you know, yes, it's nice to have faith and it's nice to have, um, you know, belief systems in a spirituality. And I definitely, you know, buy into that. But, but when it can be confirmed by science, it's like, okay, double down on that. Let's go. Let's pedal to the metal. Let's do this because it's, it's you know, th- there's a lot of reason behind it. So anyway, um, you know, again, what I'm trying to talk about here is is it's really, really important to um, to 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 get a sense of connectivity to to as many people as you can, right? And and if you don't, if if the sense of connecting to the whole universe is too woo woo for you and it's not, it doesn't jive with you, then that's fine. Don't don't worry about that. But but at least consider, you know, connecting to those people who are in your life. Just start there, you know, because that's all you really need, right? The, the sense of connection. That, you know, because what that does is that breaks away this sort of sense of this false sense of separate self, right? And when we can break away from this false sense of separate self, then we, we build integration within our brains and within our lives. And, and, and at that point, you know, the stress response in our body starts to really reduce very quickly and our emotion, emotional intelligence increases and, and with it, our happiness increases and our ability to, you know, to thrive in our lives and the ability to sort of um, live life on our terms, which is, which is beneficial to us. Okay. So this is really important folks. Okay. Once again, if you have any questions about this at all, 
please do not hesitate to reach out. I would love to hear from every single one of you. All right. And so, um, and again, the way to do that is very simple ways is send an email art at artburnscoaching.com. I will reply to every email that comes into that mailbox. Uh, the other way, which is maybe a little bit more fun and a little bit more connective <laughs> to us is we can have a one-on-one conversation and you can go to my website to schedule that. Okay. There's a button on my website, artburnscoaching.com that, that says a uh, free phone consultation. Okay. Just click on that. You'll go into my calendar program. You answer a couple little questions, put in your information and we'll be booked. You, you pick a time and a date that works for you. Uh, whatever's open definitely works for me. It's been cross-referenced, as I always say, uh, so I, I don't overbook very much. <laughs> and um, and you can uh, you can pick a time and a date that works for you, fill in a couple of uh, basic questions, your information, and we'll be booked, and I will contact you at that time. And we can do this either over the phone or we can do it over video chat. If-